0: Well, uh, Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast We are on episode 312 And it is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023 I am your host, Victor Omoyo And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird What's happening, everybody? That's right, man, we are here And let me tell you something I am having a very good day I am in the mood so is my facebook (laughs) so is my
1: facebook timeline but that's a whole nother subject
0: this today is the best day ever for the codex prime podcast Uh, but yeah um before we get before we crack on um i just want to uh Say, uh, give a shout out to our, our friend of the show and sponsor Afton Ward of Infamous Customs where you can order all sorts of Codex Prime apparel t-shirts and uh, other customizable uh, t-shirts of your own design uh, hit up infamouscustoms.com or follow her on Infamous uh, on Instagram at infamouscustoms that's M-F-A-M-U-S customs uh, yeah again that's M-F-A-M-U-S customs follow her uh, and uh, yeah, show your support
1: yeah, Please don't forget
0: the S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you got cussed out for that. <laughs> I think I did. i <laughs> used right. to getting cussed out. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, as Carl is sharing the episode, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just want to, uh, you know, give a give a quick, um, a quick overview tonight. Well, we'll get into some, some nerd goodness and magic things we've been up to as per usual. Uh, today, uh, the, nominations for the 95th academy awards have been announced so we'll go over uh each of the nominations and you know some of our picks and predictions uh what we think will will win and also some snubs uh some uh movies that didn't make the cut surprisingly this year as well as some surprise nominations uh we'll get into all of that uh later on um yeah man I'm right now right now we are on Facebook live but uh I am concerned that this timer is not going off <laughs> the the timer is not elapsing I, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I copied over the 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 stream key in in OBS so we can actually broadcast um Huh. if if there's anybody uh that's viewing us right now uh let us know um our is our feed in effect uh can you see us can you hear us um give us a thumbs up if we're if we're sound uh if not then um I'd hate to end this video and then start a new feed which will just yeah that be... takes a
1: lot of work uh let me yeah
0: hold
1: on let me pin our q r code
0: okay yeah, a lot of like Safari things open. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, here we go. Yeah, you got to close your tabs. That's, that slows down your phone. I know. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. As Carl is sharing the episode right now, we're just doing a test to see if anybody's uh hearing us um, and uh, seeing us. Okay, I see your comment there, Carl. You put the link tree in there. Okay, I see you. So, okay,
1: I pinned it. So, it'll probably come up twice, all right? Um okay. Let me see something. Yeah, I think I can get a
0: All right. So, this so I know that I know for for, for those who play back this episode later, it's like, "Wow, man, this is riveting. We're we're doing a I'm listening to uh some a live tech test right now to make sure <laughs> that the that everything's on the up and up." <laughs> oh, man but
1: all right. Uh, okay. Hopefully. Okay, okay. I get somebody who's watching, but that's on my phone. So. Mm.
0: Okay. Well, well, Uh, let us know in the comments if you can hear us or see us, or if there's any technical uh, uh, shenanigans going on. Um, I got a
1: like here. Well, that's a heart, but we still kind of need like a comment.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, let us know if we're if we're sounding good, but um, but yeah. Anyway, um, yep. All okay. right, we're good. Okay, good, good to go. So yeah, man, Codex Prime Podcast. Yep. Let me talk to you. Uh, <laughs> all right, Stephen A. <laughs> so, um, as as y'all know, uh, just to recap, um, we had a bet months ago in August. Where if uh, Carl's beloved team, LOL, the Dallas Cowboys, if they made it all the way to uh, the Super Bowl, and if they happened to win said Super Bowl, mm-hmm. then your boy Victor O'Moyo would have had to eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich with a drop of Wicked Nightmare extract live on the air in a future episode.
1: What you going to say, America, if you screamed it? <laughs> <laughs> like you did. What was it? What was it? Oh, it was the BK stacker. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Thankfully, I don't have to do that yeah, because Dallas. Done
1: da- Dallas. Done Dallas. You know what? I'm just gonna save it for you. Okay. You know what? It is the continuous cycle. You know, of being a Cowboys fan. I'm starting to believe that we're cursed. You know. But you know, we we are a. You know. We are strangely the most light, check your stats and the most hated team. Um so of course when we lose, we lost to the we lost to the San Francisco 49ers. So uh the motherfuckers better take it all. They better they better win the whole thing. Yeah. Um our offense not so much, our defense had a strong. It was a very strong defensive game, but mm-hmm. after the after that George Kittle catch, it was a wrap. After that, mm. it, it just went. It just went down downhill, and we went on. To, and we just got into that quicksand trap. And then, mm. if you watch the, repl- the movie replacements with Keanu Reeves, you understand what quicksand is. Okay. And yeah, it was just it. They, San Fran deserved that one because we. It happens. It happens. We have a big win, and then right after that, it just goes downhill. So, I'm owning it. We suck. Help is on the way? Yes. I'm just going to shake my I shook my head mm-hmm. and moved on with my life.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that, that that's actually mighty big of you. I think I think you're starting to um accept that one nature is healing. You know, because it's 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 abnormal to see uh, you know your team be be successful as they were to make it as far as they did. Um, no, this
1: is as far as they usually go at at times. So go ahead.
0: Okay, um, I was reading. Uh, well, a good friend of the show, John Haponic. Oh, he was ready. Uh, he shared with he shared me with me an article from SB Nation. Oh lord. Um, which is uh, which reads uh, the last play in the Cowboys' divisional round loss to the yeah. 49ers was yeah. an absolute disaster class.
1: Indeed it was.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently... Uh, and, and, and it's a short article, but I had fun reading it. Of course you did. Um, let you me don't see. want to see me smile. Oh, oh no, I do not. Yeah, uh, see? So, apparently... A friend you are. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it says, uh, let's set the stage, yep. okay? Dallas is down nineteen to twelve in yep. the in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Correct. And they're in their own territory. They are. Dallas lines up with running back Ezekiel Elliott at the center. Yep. Note he's never played center in his NFL career. Not at all. The linemen are lined up on the far right side, and Dak is in shotgun behind Zeke. Niners initially call timeout, just flabbergasted at the preposterousness of the situation. After the timeout, yep. The Cowboys lined up in the same, same formation same for- and actually snapped the ball. They did. Uh, running back slash apparent center, Ezekiel Elliott, snaps the ball and immediately gets destroyed because expecting a running back to pass set like a center is smart and cool. Uh, Dak, who had an off game, was rattled under the pressure and threw the ball late to Cavante Turpin, who is normally a kick return specialist. Mm-hmm. Turpin, who didn't have snap-on offense before this one, catches the ball and immediately gets hammered and doesn't lateral the ball game over. over. And it goes on to say, it's impressive how the Cowboys can seemingly one-up their disaster class last year against the Niners with one even more impressive. It's like watching your favorite prop comic hit himself in the face with a shovel again. Yep. Ah. And uh, lastly, Dallas knowing they had a shot to win and, ending, and, and ended up resorting to the Little Giants playbook has to sting, however. Mm-hmm. This is a play that will be talked about all off season. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, absolutely. So, so once again, uh, them boys, you know, proving once again that, you know, it's like, like, like the scorpion and the frog, they can't help it. It's in their nature to, Me you are, know, I, but... to fumble the bag. And you know, like I said, nature is healing. And I gotta say, for what it's worth, your boy Victor Omoyo, did not lose his nerve. He did not lose faith that he would that he would win the bet. And not once did I show any ner- nervousness at all. Like last week, that the Cowboys would. Like somehow. last week, can, can, should I
1: bring up? Should I bring up the text when I was like, "Yo, we actually won. We actually won. We be, We shut out Tom. We shut out Tom Brady. I washed up, Tom Brady. But Tom Brady." Nonetheless,
0: and what's, what was the gift that you sent? I sent a gift of uh, Jordan Peel sweating uh, from Key and Peele. Uh, Speaking of Key and Peele, you know what I just
1: randomly decided to watch? What?
0: The uh, East West Bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, with all the weird names? <laughs>
1: yep. Except the only one who was normal was the kicker, mm. Dan Smith.
0: BYU. Yep.
1: <laughs> 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 then they, did you see the one they did the rap video? Yes, I did. You actually showed me that one. Yo, tell me, Dan Smith ain't top five dead or
0: alive. Yo, man, Jada <laughs> Kiss may have to rethink his life. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but, but it's not, not enough. enough. <laughs> Worst Jada Kiss impression. I
1: own it. Listen, I own it. Mm-hmm. You got our asses beat. Yes. So, Patriot fans and Carolina Panther fans move over on the couch and pass us a beer but since y'all were there before us hopefully there's a some beers
0: left and b they're still cold now anyway yeah and uh and I'll wrap it up by saying that uh you know calling the cowboys losers and their fans delusional it's not an insult it's just a fact of life yeah yeah how did you get that? yeah come on do it do
1: it with me you know no. i'm not doing all that
0: let me talk to you. Okay.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, Well, I'm going to start off too. There is a new song out okay. by Wealthy Jeff featuring Montel Jordan.
0: Oh, Montel Jordan.
1: And it's called R&B Coat Season. Oh. See, you know, for those who follow me on uh, TikTok, I I end up getting a uh, R&B coat for Christmas, mm-hmm. so I had to show up. I had to get extra. Listen, when I put on that R&B coat, I I turn light skin, mm-hmm. hazel eyes, and all. <laughs>
0: Michael Ealy.
1: <Yeah>. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And, and think, and Michael Ealy, and think like a man.
0: Mm. Wow. So
1: not for color girls. He's not not the crazy guy. And I would like.
0: Oh, who threw his kids out the window? No,
1: yeah. Funny, I'm thinking like a man. He's like, oh yeah, I seen it. Some crazy guy just throws his kids out the window, knowing oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, that was the guy who paid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, nah. This song is so. The song is good. And now uh, there's a challenge. R&B coat season challenge. R&B coat challenge. You know, you just okay. put put on your R&B coat. I know you got one
0: because
1: mm-hmm. that's where it's at. And you just do your R&B coat video thing.
0: Okay, so like uh take it back to the late 90s.
1: Absolutely. Not even late. You can take it to the mid 90s. You codes are where it's at.
0: Yeah, Jagged Edge, you know, New Edition. That's the one
1: I used. And then the second one I did uh Carl Thomas's Emotional. <laughs> so, we, we I think I think Kodak's may have to get in on this.
0: No, nah, that's all you man. Oh, no,
1: you need to damn, you need to have some fun.
0: <laughs> I'm good. I don't I don't need to be on that uh that TikTok the uh, Tic tac, whatever it's called. You said it
1: right the first time. You know what it was. Don't even try to be bougie again. Yeah,
0: you know the the that app. Nah. First of all, I'm not on TikTok because I'm thirty nine years old. I'm way too old. But anyway You know what? I said the same thing, but
1: I was like, you know what? This, this shit is hilarious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll leave that to you and the uh, and all the uh the young gen, there's a lot zeros. of old folks on it.
1: who's pretty good. The, they put, a, I mean, I got some pretty educational stuff. It all depends on your algorithm too. Like, mm-hmm. what do you like to um, stuff that you like to watch and stuff? Mm. Yeah, it's actually pretty. Is it could be enticing. I learned a lot. I learned a lot on TikTok because I like looking up like weird facts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I learned some interesting things. So. <laughs> mm.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Well, but yeah, check out that song. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to send you that song.
0: Okay, yeah, send it to me. I'll, I'll listen. Is it on Spotify?
1: Uh, you should eat to see it anyway. Vic, it might cheer up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to him. Vic, a he doesn't have the balls. B he, yeah. You know, I'm the fun one on this podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm remember
1: I I mean I did even though I won the bet I still watch Cannibal Holocaust I don't know why man I won the bet I'm because you know what it was you you have spoke about that movie since this podcast began back in 2015 mm-hmm. and the curiosity just killed me mm-hmm. so when we finally put it on the line, and you lost I said you know what and I was bored I was like you know what I looked at it I said screw it I'm gonna do it so I did it and I was like well okay then
0: Mm. yeah I I wish I never had seen that film to be completely frank who are the real cannibals yeah (laughs) fuck that movie (laughs) you're gonna do all that depraved shit and try to teach us a lesson that movie can get fucked
1: Oh man, this is great. Ooh. Good choice of words for today, but okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, like I said, just so let it be. Mm. So, yeah, man, what, what what else I got, dude?
1: Uh, so on the comic book tip, uh, I picked up new uh, Al Ewing's uh, new wasp series, odds are it's gonna be a short series. Uh the art is by K Nye and the cover by Tom Riley. So what that about is that Janet Van Dyne and her stepdaughter apparently Nadia are confronted by a villain against his, who is against his will and is connected to Janet's path. So mm-hmm. both uh Janet and Nadia have to basically they team up just to get to the bottom of the situation of who is behind these attacks. Mm-hmm. So Eh, I mean, I had the 8 Man um, uh, run by Tom, by uh, Al Ewing. So I was like, you know, what? let me see what this one's all about. So I picked that up. So I'll finish it up because they're usually, what, four part series? Okay. So yeah, why the f not? And also, I picked up the omnibus of Dan Slott's She Hulk run. Okay. And in case, in. This is also the source material to the uh, She-Hulk TV series that was on Disney Plus early um, mm-hmm. last year. So uh, that's going to be something I'm going to be looking forward to reading too. And I am always I always like to try to get like the source materials of a lot of the um, TV shows and movies that do come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the success of... Uh, excuse me. With the success of the uh, Last of Us TV series, mm-hmm. I traded in my uh, my Midnight Suns mm-hmm. and picked up the PS5 remake of The Last of Us. Oh, really? So far, so good. Me, my girlfriend actually watched; she watched me play because she enjoys watching me play video games. Mm-hmm. No complaints. And we, I played the the beginning mm-hmm. to where. Uh, Joel's daughter Sarah gets killed yeah as you know just to do a little you know co- you know a
0: compare and contrast yep
1: yeah and uh, ooh the actress nailed it yeah even to, to the point with the with the panting and the heavy breathing up after she got shot mm-hmm. and she felt it she was just like sorry that was good that. sorry Re- sorry Siri but um, yeah, she was just like I felt it the same exact way mm. as I did when I was watching the show. Yeah.
0: So the show's did you watch a Sunday night's episode? Uh, not yet. I'm gonna watch it this week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Oh well, yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure. I'm I'm just thinking about where they're where they're at relative to like the game. It's like I do. I just don't want to spoil
1: it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Gotcha. Because, like I said, they did have to make some type of changes just because, oh, why bother watching the show if I can just play the game and get the exact story? Right. So, but I think you, I think you'll get a kick out of it. Okay, But I did, there's one thing I, you know what? Nope. No, I'll, 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 I'll shut up. You text me when you get, when you watch it. Okay. All right. Yeah. And uh, I started watching this, but then I um, had to leave to come do this very show. It's a documentary on HBO Max that caught my attention while I was, you know, in the menu for The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. And the the documentary is called Call Me Miss Cleo.
0: Oh, snap. (laughs) They got a Miss Cleo documentary? (laughs) There's a
1: Miss Cleo documentary. And... um, it's actually rather intriguing. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I know that, um, I know, I mean, I know she had a, uh, a, a rather interesting story, but I didn't, I don't know the full details of it.
1: Um, I'm still in the middle of, I'm still in the middle of it, but, um, she was born in Jamaica. Okay. She ain't really Jamaican. Hmm. She ain't really have an accent. Her, her real name is Yuri Harris. Mm-hmm. So there's no Cleo. It was actually based on a character where she spent time in Seattle, Washington, and she was uh, she created that character for a play. Hmm. A Jamaican shaman, you know, she was a Jamaican shaman. So, um, so that's where the origins of that particular character was in, were, came into play. But she was really into like that type of um, into into those types of practices where she did. Uh, meditations and stuff and then she would actually tell people about like their past
2: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff so there was a lot of people raven simone's in it um deborah wilson from mad tv oh, wow. who looks entirely different from her days of mad tv oh yeah entirely different i was like oh wait that's deborah wilson mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah it was a lot of uh, people that who worked with the psychic, Reader, psychic readers network um How like callers would spend so much money, and how like the people were just really feeling bad because it's like, yo, they're really, these people can get all this advice for free, but they just they just really needed somebody to talk to, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and they're spending up to like they're spending like five dollars a minute, wow, and you know the 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 higher ups didn't care. Mm-hmm. They were just making the money So And that's where That's where I'm at In the documentary and stuff And the, all the other seconds They weren't really psychics Everything that they had They were just read from a book
2: mm-hmm.
1: So it was like Oh I'm calling about this Alright well They just went to this page And then they just Read from it mm-hmm. Or if they actually Demanded to call Miss Cleo They would just like Put the phone on hold just so they could hear go. Oh, is Miss Cleo around? Miss Cleo, where's Miss Cleo? Where's Cleo? Mm-hmm. They did it as for as long as possible mm-hmm. to rank up those minute that, that minute money. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh no, she's at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
0: hey. But then they would have
1: they would take down like your name and your information and stuff. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So glad I never called it.
0: Called those. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the commercials very well.
1: Call me now for your free reading.
0: Mm-hmm. It always came on BET. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. I-, I know she passed away, right? She did. Yeah, she did. She is
1: featured in the documentary, but she did like tell a bit of her story on a- another documentary um, called Hotline. So they used that footage, mm-hmm. so that you know for that.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: But it is. it is intriguing, it is. It is. It uh, hits you. It hits you in a nostalgia. It hits you with some nostalgia and gets you in your feels. They brought up uh, Dave Chappelle's Educated Guest Hotline mm-hmm. because they were talking about how we got so. It was like Raven Simone said, "If they make fun of you, you made it big." Yeah. And there were several par- uh, parodies, including mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's Educated Guest Hotline. Even Deborah Wilson did one on Mad TV herself. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting, and this is on HBO Max.
1: HBO Max, yeah, it's like an hour and a half long.
0: Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I've never, I've never called any psychic. Uh, I would parents.
1: hope not. Your parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let
0: me tell you. you, ain't get beans. Uh, I mean, nah. But uh, uh John Haponic has a question here in the chat. He Outside. says, "Outside of comic books, are you reading any books?"
1: Uh, no. Uh, actually not. I actually been, uh, working on my, uh, mixtape that's just about done. Mm-hmm. Uh, just lots of, you know, I got to work on the editing and a whole bunch of other stuff, but yeah, it's just about done. Hopefully it should be out next month. If everything, you know, works out the way I would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely be on the lookout for on that. So yeah, that's pretty much where my uh, where uh, some of my focus has been
0: at lately. So. Mm, indeed, yeah, I haven't read any any books in a good long while. Um, I need to get back on that. I, I do have a I do have a, a, a stack of unread books. Oh, or, a backlog! Yeah, uh, or some books that I started a little bit. I started I started reading some chapters, and then I was like. Yeah, some other things just caught my interest, and then they just fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get back on those. Like, I, I I want I want I want to read at least one full book a month. It's not bad. Yeah, like it's just to like, you know have that good pace because I don't want to put any pressure on myself. Like, put like an arbitrary number and said, "Oh, I need to read X amount of books in this in this, in this month as as much as possible." I'm like, nah, because then
1: you're not gonna want to do. It. It's gonna look like a homework assignment.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I w- I want to pace myself. Uh, and uh, start next month and make a list of uh, books that I want to read throughout the year and just knock them out one month at a time. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, anything else you got? No, I'm good, what you got? Uh, yeah, so um, I I uh, went on um, A24's uh, shop website, and I ordered three new uh, 4K films, um, uh two of which two of which I previously had on on well I previously had but I ordered the uh, specialized 4K collector's editions straight from A24 so wait oh yeah A24
1: aren't we fucking special
0: oh yeah so the first one is uh one of my favorite films of last year uh Marcel the Shell with Shoes On uh in 4K What the
1: hell is that
0: It's a seashell with an eye
1: Is that oh it looks like a Yeah, it it looks like an ass from this angle (laughs) (laughs) tell me that don't look like an ass
0: oh Carl anyway
1: he didn't deny it so come on everybody
0: anyway so yeah Marcel the Shell with shoes on it's a wonderful stop motion uh, part stop motion part live action film (laughs) tootsie Um, pop rapper (laughs) it is a tootsie pop rapper as a parachute Um, directed by Dean Fleischer-Camp uh, starring Jenny Slate as the voice of Marcel the Shell, it's a wonderful, heartfelt movie. Um, I I loved it, and I was so glad to include this in my collection. You know, and uh, yeah, so there it is. I got it straight from a twenty four shop. Um, First of all, you said a
1: twenty four and heartfelt in the same sentence. Yes. Those
0: not that those two words don't go together. Oh yeah, they don't just make weird horror films that I I like that nobody that I know would watch willingly. They I made, don't believe you. No, they made like Moonlight, uh everything everywhere all at once. Okay. Um they, right. they they make a they make a good amount of non-horror films. <laughs> okay.
1: i really is a titty um, pop.
0: Uh let's see. Uh yeah, another one I have is the uh, 4K special edition of The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Uh the movie that uh I like that cover. Oh yeah. Yeah, the movie that put uh Jonathan Majors on the map back in 2019. Nice little uh nice little booklet here um talking about the making of the film, an essay, um some some cool artwork based on the film. It's it's really nice. Um, yeah, it's 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 a great film. If you haven't seen it, it's um it's absolutely wonderful. One of my favorite films of 2019, and yeah, I had I had to get it I, when I saw it in 4K. I'm like, yeah, I have to get this. And certainly, last but not least, I was very pleased to see a special 4K edition of my favorite film of 2021, The Green Knight. You know, directed by David Lowery. Oh my God.
1: That- yeah pinkies to the lip oh the yeah. fanciest of packaging
0: oh yeah the fanciest put that of...
1: in the damn bookshelf
0: oh yeah the the fin oh you can put all these in a bookshelf yeah Yeah,
1: like that i don't think they can fit in your dvd shelf
0: oh no they can't i, I gotta put you them tried. on I, I, tried. <laughs> I tried i tried i tried i gotta put them on the actual on an actual bookshelf but yeah man the green knight uh right here is just so wonderful um it, uh, the spe- the four K special edition from A twenty four shop includes a, sh- a short film. I think it's called Oak Rose and Thorn, uh, which is also d- directed by David Lowry uh, which I haven't seen yet, but I but I will soon. Um, yeah, man, another wonderful uh, collection here. A twenty four. They they know how to how to put it down for sure, and I wish that. Um, you know, maybe we'll see some more A24 special editions. Maybe Moonlight, maybe Ex Machina, maybe some other cool films. Uh, I would like to see a special edition of Hereditary because because I already have the mid-summer one, um, which is on Blu-ray. But yeah, man, um, th- those are those are my pickups uh, from A24 shop, and yeah, it's 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 good stuff, good stuff in 4K. Um, other than that. Other than that, um, I've been playing some some PS uh PS4. I've I've gotten gotten to play uh, PS4, uh, PS5. I mean, I'm uh, sorry. You, remember, we worked hard to get that. I don't. We certainly do. You do, do not but... disrespect. You know, speaking of the PS5, I actually went on Best Buy's website just randomly, and they actually have it in stock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the 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 uh, the shortage is finally over. Yeah, well, it took two years, but we're finally here but uh but yeah i've been playing a cana bridge of spirits okay um, yeah it was one of the one of the uh, my first games that i got uh last year um so i finally picked it up it's really really cool it's a really cool uh uh adventure platformer it kind of reminds me of an old school ps2 game just with, with uh souped up graphics um really nice it's uh you know you play as cana like a, a spirit bridge and you're trying to cleanse this uh this magical land from all this corruption and rot and these like weird creatures Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a solid platformer has some weird difficulty spikes even on normal mode so which is which might be a little off-putting but yeah if you're if you're into if you're into like a solid like adventure story that's uh from an independent studio um yeah check it out uh i think it's i think it should be like fairly priced uh, if you buy it digitally um but yeah it's got a great soundtrack too so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna uh, finish it soon it's like um, I think it's supposed to be like 10-12 hours at the most oh yeah so looking for something that's you know relatively light after playing a bunch of like heavy games like God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring Cyberpunk <laughs> yeah okay All
1: right. sometimes you kind of when you listen that game is just beautiful
0: ragnarok yeah yeah
1: so sometimes i kind of need a minute
0: mm. yeah i mean i won't say anything about the ending but just yep got me in the feels but yeah i i speaking of Ragnar- ragnarok i will i will pick it up and just play some of the post-game content um don't you already had it um oh i i, I didn't play it yeah i just stopped like after the oh, ending you pick it up. Yeah. yeah but uh but i do want to see like the like the epilogue and um where you find a certain character um that you thought you found in the game if you know what i mean no spoilers okay but uh but yeah uh that's that's pretty much it for the for the gaming front <coughs> um as far as uh other stuff i did catch uh the th- raw raw is 30 raw 30 uh, last was night fun.
1: it was a fun show but damn it, you put some respect on Prison Dom's name. <laughs> I crack up every time. I was like...
0: <laughs> Yo, speaking of Prison Dom, I saw a sign in the crowd that cracked me up. What was it? It said, Dom, hold my pocket.
1: <laughs> I, saw, I didn't see that <laughs> one. You know what I love about Prison Dom, too?
0: The teardrop was on the other side of the I, the <laughs> I know. Like, it was like... It was like, wait a minute. Wasn't it on his like left eye last week? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? As green as he is, mm-hmm. he's
0: getting it right. He is. <laughs> like he's leading into like the corny corny uh wannabe thug. Yeah, and, and like judgment day is just like egging him on. <laughs> why not? Because <laughs>
1: why not? Yeah. It's comedic gold.
0: It is, it is. And like the the Sami Zayn on t- Tribal Tribal Court. That was good. That was good, yeah.
1: That 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 was really, really good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, furthering the storyline, Jay Uso of all people coming to his defense. Uh, somebody, put, somebody actually put his face with like an Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I say, you know what? That was good. That was compelling TV.
0: That was. That was. Yeah, I'm. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble this Saturday.
1: Oh yeah, I got some things I gotta do, but I'm definitely watching that this weekend.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I got I got Cody Rhodes winning the men's Rumble. I believe. Yeah. Same here. Yeah.
1: yeah, the stories there. They're, right? you know, they're giving them the packages
0: and stuff. So yeah, and for the women's rumble, I'm guessing maybe Rhea Ripley. Yeah, yeah, I, guess I would put rumble. her. Yeah, I, th- I think she deserves like a a better shot at the at the title. Yeah. So yeah, um, gonna be gonna be a gonna be a good show. And I'm
1: curious to see how the pitch black match is gonna work. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm guessing, like, is it going to be, are they just going to, like, turn off the lights in the audience and just have a spotlight in the ring? Yeah, they... and probably some of, like,
1: purplish uh, glow because Mountain Dew's sponsoring it. Oh, that's right. And it's not exactly, and the drink is not, I usually drink it a lot. It's not exactly black. Mm. It's, just, it's just more of, like, purple and stuff and all that.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll see some some interesting surprises at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Who who knows who we'll see? We might we might even see some former talent from other companies make a, make an appearance. They could do. It. Yeah, I know Jay White. I know his uh know his contract is coming up in, in New Japan, so he might be on his way here.
1: But it depends on when though, because if
0: it's still not up,
1: then he can't come over
0: here. That's true.
1: Um, unless they work a deal, unless they buy out his contract. And stuff.
0: Mm, yeah, that'd be interesting to see Jay White in WWE. It would.
1: It would I think he'd be. I think he would be all right.
0: Yeah, he could. He could have a solid run. I mean, yeah. especially under, under Triple H. Yeah. 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 But,
1: and, uh, Okada, you okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, the way he spazzed out Yo, on that one, dude. Yo, he beat
1: the bricks out of that dude. Brian from UWO sent me that. I'm like, hey, hey, uh, ooh, he got him good. Well, okay. I had to watch yeah. it a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, you don't kick Okada in the face. And, you know, he's a pretty boy, too.
0: Yeah, i never seen Okada snap on somebody like that before. Yeah. But apparently, I guess Okada was no selling, no selling the uh, kid's offense. And the, you know, the young opponent just kicked him in the face. He was like, sell that. And, well, he got his receipt <laughs> as a result. But, yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff in New Japan. I, I, I got. I'm definitely gonna try to see if I can watch the next big show with uh, Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie. So got a link for you. No, I, I have New Japan World. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll watch it when the time comes. You All know. right.
1: Wait, you, you know. can't watch it live.
0: No, I can watch it live. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on a Fire Stick. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only way I can get the app. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's about it it's on. On, on my end. Um as y'all know, uh oh just looking at my clock. My clock's throwing me off. My my computer clock's like a half hour fast. Um but uh yeah oh, uh, a half hour. But yeah um uh this morning uh the uh nominations for the ninety fifth Academy Awards have been announced. Uh who's hosting this year? Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. So, so yeah, he he hosted uh, in, uh two previous uh, uh, ceremonies. I remember he did. And yeah, man, uh, this year's this year's nominations are lots of solid picks to go around, but some surprising omissions this year.
1: <laughs> but it was a rather interesting year for movies, eh? regardless, too.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, I know for this year's uh, this year's Oscars, um, my favorite film of the of of twenty twenty two. Everything, everywhere, all at once is leading the pack with eleven nominations. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm rooting for this film all the way. This will be one of the uh, most unique picks for Best Picture if it wins. Never seen it, but I'm actually rooting for it too. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, we've got. um, So yeah, we'll go through uh, the major categories uh, and the nominations, and give give us some our, our thoughts on. On, on, who might, on what might win or who we want to win and also snubs as we go. So feel free to chime in in the chat uh, what your thoughts are as well. Uh, so yeah, so for this year's, uh, this year's Oscars, uh, for Best Picture, we have 10 movies uh, competing um, uh, for, the, for the top prize. So we have All Quiet on the Western Front, which is on Netflix, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Ennis Sharon. Elvis, we're going to win this race. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Lemonade. a <laughs> <cool> refreshing drink.
0: <laughs> Every time I think of Elvis, I, I think you of Eddie Murphy. You have to do it. <laughs> I, you just have to. <laughs> oh, man. Um, of course, <laughs> Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, the Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. hmm. And women talking.
1: Okay. okay, by my pick will be you. Really, sure, you really sure you don't want to put like another like a gentleman's bet?
0: Well, see, like I, I'm I know when to walk away from the table, and and uh, walk off into, into the sunset. We're technically
1: tied up with these bets, so we need a breaker.
0: I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what. If if we do make a bet, I'm not. I'm not putting Chick Fil A and a Wicked Nightmare extract on the table. It's not happening. All right, that's fine. Okay, good. All right, so um, so if, if so if if we pick as we choose our predictions, our picks, um, whoever 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 wins the most uh, predictions and for this year's Oscars will win the bet. What are we gonna bet on? Well, let's uh, let's determine this. Um, mm. If if I win, uh oh, I'll have you watch a movie of my choosing. I'll have you watch Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life.
1: Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life.
0: Yes. It's an excellent movie. My favorite film of 2011. All right. And if
1: I win, hmm, you would have to watch I would say Pootie Tang, but you will enjoy that too much. <laughs> Pootie Tang is a classic. <laughs> mm. You never
0: watched it? No, I think I've only seen the trailer. No, I've seen I've seen parts of it when it was on cable, but I was like, eh. And I just flipped to change the channel.
1: Listen. If you could pick anybody to pit two Anybody from any universe who can lift Mjolnir, mm-hmm. it's Pootie Tang. Really? Pootie Tang is a god amongst men.
0: If you say so. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. So what? Uh, you know, I'm going to go for this one again. Okay. The Psychic.
0: On Tubi, yes. So if you win, I have to watch the psychic Mm -hmm. on Tubi, yes. Okay, with Tubi, do I have to have a login? No. Okay, good.
1: No, it's free. Yeah, Tubi is definitely free. (laughs) Okay. I don't even want to pay for Tubi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I will finally watch the psychic if if you win, and you get you'll get to watch the Tree of Life, a great movie. If I win.
1: All right. Mega Powers?
0: Mega Powers Handshake. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. uh, to get dead tower power, Too sweet to be sour. Oh, <laughs> it's documented. It's documented, it's right, documented. right here. It's <laughs> documented. It's documented right here. Yes. Okay, so what do, okay, what's the uh first category? Uh first category is best picture. And uh <clears throat> uh so uh, shall should I go through all the noms or
1: uh not for this one. We
0: Yep. So, so I'm going every we're both going everything. Yep. Everything everywhere all at once. That's going to be my pick. I want it to win. Um I I have I've, I've seen um 8 of te- 8 of these ten, no- 10 nominees. I haven't seen Woman Talking or um Elvis yet. Uh but but I hear good things about both films, but Everything Everywhere All at Once, original filmmaking, it's 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 just it's it's, it's that film. It's that definitive film. Um, I, interestingly, um, All Quiet on the Western Front um, in the third in the third Academy Awards back in 1930, the original adaptation of that of that book actually won Best Picture. So it'll be oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it'll be interesting if um if the new if the new adaptation also wins. That'll that'll make Oscar history. Didn't um Bradley
1: Cooper and Lady Gaga?
0: Oh, A Star Is Born.
1: Did, wasn't that a remake and didn't that win like best picture
0: oh uh, no it was I think it was nominated but it didn't win best picture gotcha <clears throat> but yeah a l- also a lot of awesome films here I mean Avatar The Way of Water yeah that's
1: gonna be a close. that's my close second
0: mm, okay alright um, next category uh, next category we have best director
1: <coughs> me. let's do it. let's do 10 categories cause the Oscars that's a lot <laughs> um
0: no, we, 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 we can go through them. how yeah.
1: no I'm taking pick for the bet. Oh for the bet. okay yeah how many uh...
0: there are 24 categories yes. We can go through them yeah okay so so yeah our uh, next category is best director. Uh, we have five picks here. Um, some an interesting a couple interesting snubs here though. Um, we have Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Ina Sharon mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for everything everywhere all at once. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. I mean, if you see that scene where everyone is just like violently vomiting and shitting everywhere, it's like, wow, okay, he deserved that uh, that director uh, nomination. He also won the the Palme d'Or at the, the Cannes Film Festival for Best Director. So there you go. God, that's you smile at the wrong things all the time. <laughs> all right. So um oh. Yep. So we got McDonough, The Daniels, Spielberg, Todd Field and Ruben Oslund.
1: I'm going to that's I'm going to take a sleeper pick and put Todd Field. Mm, okay.
0: Interesting for Tar. All right. I'm going to go with The Daniels on this one. Um um, they come. They've come a long way from directing the "Turn Down for What" video. <laughs> they did that. They did. <laughs> they did that, and um, Swiss Army Man with. Uh, uh, I
1: remember you. Okay, I remember you reviewing Swiss Army Man, but that is a fun fact I did not know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you seen that video? I have. Do you know what it's about? I have no idea. It's literally just a guy who's crunked up and has a freaking unbreakable crotch.
0: There you go. Well there there you have it. it, it
1: he breaks through everything everywhere. <laughs> All at once. once. <laughs> Come on, can you give me some for that one? That was good. That
0: Thank was you. good. That was good. Okay. Interest interesting pick for Todd Field. Um Todd Field, I know this is this is his third movie in over just twenty years. He oh, did wow. uh In the Bedroom and Little Children uh, in O one and oh six, respectively. So Yeah. Um yeah, some some great picks here. I will say, like a, a snub, uh, surprisingly, was Gina Prince Bythewood for the Woman King. Yeah,
1: that's a snub for best for best picture as well. I enjoyed that one immensely.
0: Yeah, Woman King was great.
1: Shout outs! To, shout outs to Pop Stu for mm. joining us with that one.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, so those are our picks for director, um, for best lead actor. We've got Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inesharon, Brendan Frazier for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for a Living.
1: I'm gonna go with Brendan Fraser. He's got a lot of momentum right now.
0: He does, and it's great to see him have have his have his comeback, you know, in yeah. his career renaissance. Um um, I, I haven't seen the whale yet, but I've heard good things about it. I'm gonna go with Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Sharon because uh, I, I know 2022 was his year. Like he's he was in a lot of good stuff, like uh, the Batman, the Batman, After Yang, Thirteen Lives. Yeah, man. Colin, and this is only his first nomination. And interestingly, like for all of the lead actor nods this year, this is their first nominations for all of them across the board. Yeah. All right. So next we've got Best Lead Actress. We've got and this is going to be a tough race between two two of these act- actors here. We've got Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Michelle Yeoh yeah, I'm going for Michelle Yeoh as well. Um, Kate Blanchett is the biggest uh, competitor in this category.
1: How you spell the last name? Y e a y e o e h.
0: Yep, y e o h. Yep. Um, Kate Blanchett for Tara is just like a complete tour de force. It's absolutely incredible. One of her very best career uh, career performances. Um, Ana de Armas for Blonde. A uh, bit of a surprising nod, and as well as Andrea Riseborough um, for Ana de Armas. Um, Blonde was like. At best, it received mixed reviews. Um, it, it was one of those films that it, it's like a biopic of Marilyn Monroe, but it was criticized for being like reveling in like the explicit nature, like her like being sexually assaulted and all this. Um, Andrea Riseborough's nomination uh, to Leslie is very surprising because one, I've never heard of the film until the, <laughs> until it was announced, and apparently, Riseborough had, had, has a lot of like A-lister actor friends who are like, yo, she's really good in this. Let's give her a nomination. And that's how she got it. Hey, I ain't mad at it, but I'll say like the biggest snub was Viola Davis for the woman King. She should have gotten a nomination for that film for sure. But you know, that's how the, that's how the chips fall sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so moving on, um, best supporting actor. We've got Brendan Gleeson, for the Banshees of Uh Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Uh, A24 Films on Apple TV. Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans. Barry Kagan for the Banshees of Innesharon. And my pick, Ke Hoi Kwan for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I need you to
1: spell that for me.
0: Uh, K-E-H-U-Y-Q-U-A-N. Great. Yep, right there. K yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh Ki Hai Kwan, he's he's been he's been uh he's been collecting some really good uh accolades this year. Uh recent most recently the Golden Globe for best supporting actor, the Gotham Award for the same category. Um he's come a long way since uh his making his debut a short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and his role in the Goonies. Yeah, man, he deserves to win this category, hands down. I'm very pleased to see Brian Tyree Henry earn an Oscar knob for Causeway because he's a damn good actor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a matter of time before he gets his. Yeah. I'm going to go with a sleeper yeah. pick and pick Brendan Gleason. Okay. Hey, that's a solid pick. Like, he was really good in Banshees, for sure. Um, I really do
1: like these bets, though. These are making this, they're, they're making award shows more interesting.
0: They are. Yeah, they, they are. Um, interestingly i hopefully won't we won't have another uh uh slap on stage this year <laughs> oh man <clears throat> um oh yes yeah, so, okay so those are our picks for best supporting actor um as as we we crack on um john Aponic asks uh any glaring omissions from the overall nominations list that are bothering you um, yeah, definitely a Viola Davis, uh, and, and Gina Prince Bythewood for The Woman King so far. Also, for best actress, Margot Robbie for Babylon. Like, she was really good in it, but I guess the academy got turned off by like the elephant shit scene and the golden shower, and they're like, oh, I don't know about all this. So, you know, it, it happens. All that shit, shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> But yeah, Mar- I think Margot Robbie should have been um, nominated for Best Actress at least, and and also Paul Dano, Paul Dano for um, the Fablemans. he should have got a nod for either uh, lead actor or best supporting actor at least. But um, uh, rounding out the uh, last category for actor for the in the acting categories, you have Best Supporting Actress. We've got uh, making uh, making her um, second nom- second Oscar nomination in thirty years, Angela Bassett. For Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You already know, that's my pick. Um, you got Hong Chao for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisharion. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Su for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Another very surprising nod right there, but a welcome one. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was hilarious in in Everything Everywhere. Um, I wanted to see Kiki Kiki Palmer from Nope get a nomination for supporting actress because she was really good in that. Yeah, she was. Uh, man, but w- with with this round of picks, I think Curtis and and Sue for everything everything everywhere as good as they are, they kind of cancel each other out. So I'm gonna go with and, and, and Carrie Conner was good in Banshees of Inishurn as well. So I can't sleep on her, but. For the sentimental pick and slash the one that's overdue, I I too have to go with Angela Bassett because Angela Bassett, her first nomination, her first and only Oscar nomination before this was What's Love Got to Do With It back got in 93.
1: Got to do with it.
0: I'm uh, sorry. Eat the cake anime. Um, so,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this. I came across this TikTok and it was just, I'm going to tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. If a black Actor and or actress presents this award, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett's winning it. And I'm going to tell you, when they announce it, it's going to be fire. Mm. Because whenever they show that, and I hope I saved it so I can show you. Mm. Whenever they show, they show like a compilation of just like, of when black presenters, when black people win yeah. awards. Yeah. Yo, the excitement is phenomenal. hmm. So it's just like, like they just show when Quinta Brunson run our Emmy, she's, Niecy Nash just goes, well, we just gonna keep the black, black girl magic going. Quinta, get up here, girl. I'm like. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Abbott Elementary is a really good show, by the way. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. I it caught, is. I'm
1: behind on it, but.
0: Yeah. I, I, I finally caught up with all the episodes on Hulu. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. You
1: like the, the, like the principal, don't you?
0: You know, the principal gets on my goddamn nerves. But she she brings some life to the show because it's like she's so proudly incompetent at her job. Yeah. But like she's like a broken clock. She's right twice a day. Yep. Once in a while she gets that win. It's like I hate agreeing with you because of what you are. Yeah. But I have to give you your props there.
1: But the one character <laughs> I do like, and this is you can call this a cougar crush too, mm-hmm. is the um the white teacher, the first the first grade teacher, I believe.
0: Oh, second grade teacher? Oh, third grade teacher. Yeah. Uh, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, her, her character's hilarious. Oh, yeah, she is. She always got a hookup somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, the vending machine guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, um, Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett. I mean, yeah. in fact, her her get earning an Oscar nomination, she's actually the first actor to earn an Oscar for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh Prior to that, um, the, uh, the MCU has got only only received Oscar nods in the technical categories, and their biggest their biggest uh, success was Black Panther for it yeah. was a Best Picture nominee for
1: the um, costume,
0: yeah, for costume and production and the score as well. Um, hey, if Angela Bassett wins, a well deserved, and b you know, be the first time that the that the red brand gets an gets an acting Oscar because nobody t- watches those movies for performances. I mean, DC has it unlocked, but anyway. Well, let's well, just okay. Unless, unless. Was the
1: last time? Was the last time you cried at a DC movie?
0: Um. I never have.
1: And when did you cry at a Marvel movie?
0: There's a lot of dust in my in my screen. And, don't, don't even
1: start. Don't even start because then you cried about it the next day when we talked about it. And then you cried when you bought it on Blu-ray.
0: Look, man. No,
1: no, 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 no. no. The defense rests. Moving on to next category.
0: Anyway, um, next category, we've got Best best Adapted Screenplay. So uh, movies based on uh, previously published material. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. That's my pick right there. Living... Uh, by the author Kazuo Ishiguro, Sup- surprising nomination in this category. Top Gun Maverick for best Adaptive screenplay, mm. and Women Talking uh, by Sarah Polly. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Maverick. Okay, okay, bold choice, bold choice. Um, I'm gonna go with Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery because if you've seen that film, it is. Exceptionally well written, and Ryan Johnson is a beast when it comes to screenwriting and directing. So, yeah, I'd love to see him get earn the, earn the win for this one. Many who disagree, but okay. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, The Knives Out films are great. He, he he knows how to write a great mystery. Yeah, Um and Last Jedi was underrated, but you know, Last Rise of Skywalker kind of tainted the whole sequel trilogy. But anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for Best Original Screenplay, All right. you've got The Banshees of Ennis Sharon by Martin McDonough, Everything Everywhere All at Once by the Daniels, The Fablemans by Spielberg and Kush, Tony Kushner, Tar written by Todd Field, and Triangle of Sadness by Ruben Oslund.
1: Why do you have to smile every time you read that title? <laughs>
0: It's it's a good it's a good movie and it's it's just pure Schadenfreude, you, you know. So yeah, this That's is where we're at.
1: I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with everything. Okay, all right, I'm going with that
0: as well. Yeah, I think um, because like the, the film is so imaginative and incredibly well written that. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't be mad if any of the other films win in this category, but this is definitely the the film that deserves that Oscar. Um, so moving on, uh, we also have best cinematography. So one of my favorite categories. Uh, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front. We've got Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar.
1: Hmm. So, you know if they threw Avatar in there bye
0: <laughs> yeah it would have been over um, so cinematography with, with these categories given what I've seen I haven't seen Elvis or Empire of Light and I, I've i seen parts of Bardo which looks good but I'm going to go with a sleeper pick I'm, I am I may I may have to go with um, oh gosh you know what I picked mine but go ahead I'm going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front. Same here.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Like, it's either that or tar, but I'm going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front. Because I, 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 I have a feeling that I that might walk away with it. Uh, next one, we've got a uh, best documentary feature film. Um, two of which I've seen. Uh, one is called All That Breathes, next one is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed fire of love a house made of splinters and navalny um i'm gonna go with fire of love because that that's the documentary that's received so much praise last year um it's my second favorite documentary of last year my favorite documentary last year was descendant descendant which is on netflix surprised i didn't get a get a Have knob anybody? uh no um descendant is like about this um these descendants of um these uh slaves okay um living in living in the south. Um I've heard I've heard a lot of great things about All the Beauty and the Bloodshed but it hasn't played in Rhode Island so I haven't had a chance to see it. And that's my pick. Okay okay, yeah, that's a good choice actually. Um but I'm going to go with Fire of Love. Uh, and and that one's available on Disney Plus and that's a really co- cool documentary about um Maurice and um I think Katia Kraft. Um there were these there were this uh, vul- these volcano researchers who you know, well Their death was spectacular. Let's put it that way.
1: Why you gotta say that? Can you just say like insane?
0: Well, yeah, it was that too. (laughs) Uh But but yeah,
1: spectacular means that you actually enjoyed it.
0: I mean, that's that's how they wanted to go out. So, I mean, hey, like uh, what was the name of that crazy ass promoter who died doing what he loved? Technically, that wrestling promoter. Um, oh, fucking
1: um, Her, Herb Abrams. Herb
0: Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> some Fair pe- point. Some people died doing what they love. Fair point. <laughs> um. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, we've got a uh, best film editing. There's a clear winner here. Um, um we've got Banshee's of Venus, Sharon, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. TAR and Top Gun Maverick. I got to go with everything everywhere for editing cuz it is a masterclass how this film is cut and put together.
1: All right, and I'll go with Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Yeah.
0: I will say Top Gun was snubbed for cinematography because the camera work that they pulled off.
1: Oh, for like the fight oh, and the fighter jets and stuff?
0: Yeah, that was amazing. Um and next category we've got Best International Feature Film uh we've got all quiet on the western front Argentina 1985 close eo and the quiet girl ooh i'm going to go with all quiet on this one all quiet on the western front i think is going to win i think um the biggest snub was uh, uh this yeah. and those two the top yeah i think the biggest uh, snub for the international feature was "Decision to Leave" by Park Chan-wook. Um, that was an awesome, um, awesome South Korean drama. I was very surprised that it did not get any nominations this year at the Oscars. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Argentina
1: 1985.
0: Okay, Yep, it's a solid pick. It actually won the Golden Globe for for best uh, foreign film. Okay, yeah. Uh, next one, we've got uh, best animated feature film. Uh, we've got Guillermo del Toro's *Pinocchio*, which is on Netflix. Uh, Marcel the Shell with with shoes on, uh, *Puss in Boots*, *The Last Wish*, <laughs> *The Sea Beast*, and *Turning Red* by Pixar. Oh, this is tough, man. Because I'm I'm vacillating between *Pinocchio* and *Marcel the Shell*. Pinoc- I'm gonna go Pinoc- *Pinocchio*. Okay. I'm gonna go with Marcel the Shell, because like Pinocchio is like amazing craft work, like how how that film was put together, but Marcel the Shell has so much heart, so much emotion. Like I've read stories where people cried watching it, and I can see why. Yeah, it's a it's such a great film, man. Did you? I I didn't, but I was like, you got choked up. I didn't get choked up actually. I was just like, kind of felt it. Yeah, I felt. I was like, this is nice good on you a24 so yeah a family friendly a24 film i'll say marcel the should win if not
1: i still, I still don't think those two like words a24 and family friendly even go together oh they do they do i don't like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh next next category uh we've got best original score um. So, best original scores so like music soundtrack. you have got All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, The Banshees of Inishsherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. Um, I'm picking Babylon because the score for that movie was excellent. Like, you say what you will about the rest of the film, but the score is damn good.
1: I'm gonna go with Fablemans.
0: Okay, John Williams. Hey, John Williams is a legend.
1: Yeah. And he, you know he's like 93 or something like that? Yeah. He's, he's up there and still working good for him.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And also the score for All Quiet on the Western Front was very good, too. I
1: remember seeing an online video. It's just like these students just went up to John Williams' house. Mm-hmm. They were musicians, and they just started playing the Star Wars theme outside of his house. Nice. Well. Wow. Hey, and john williams came out and you know came out shook their hands and stuff and just you know commend them on a good job that they were doing nice that's awesome
0: yeah um i'll say like a, a, another snub for original score was the batman by michael giacchino that should have been nominated i was surprised they didn't get a nom um also for cinematography too by greg frazier as well that didn't make it no mm. didn't make it for cinematography that was very surprising um, so yeah, we have uh, these? six more categories. Uh, we're not going to do the short film uh, features because we, I haven't seen any of those, and those aren't usually widely released. Uh, so next next category, we've got Best Original Song. we uh, have got Applause from the movie Tell It Like a Woman, music and lyrics by Diane Warren. You've got Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Uh, music and lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Uh, next one is Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Göransson, Lyrics by Thames and Ryan Coogler. Hmm. Uh, Not To Not To from RRR. Music by M.M. Kiravani, Lyrics by Chandra-, Chandra Bose. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. Um, I'm gonna go with Not to, Not to from RRR because if you've seen RRR, you will know why. Uh, best original song right oh. there. Like, all
1: right, I want—I just want to make sure.
0: Yeah, RRR. Like, if you see that song, if you see that film, you will know why "Natsu to Natsu" to is such a banger right there.
1: All right. Of course, I'm gonna go lift me up. Oh my yeah. god, I gotta put that on. This. Okay.
0: Yeah, lift me up. I um,
1: yeah, put that on a mixtape. Mm. It,
0: it's
1: I, it, I have to.
0: Oh yeah, because you got the Black Panther theme, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see Ryan Cool. If 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 Lift Me Up wins, it'd be interesting to see Ryan Cooler earn his first Oscar. That would from, it, from yeah. original song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not to not to man has got to
1: take it though. But
0: I wouldn't be mad if Lift Me Up won- wins.
1: Still waiting to see a bad Ryan Cooler film.
0: That's true. He hasn't made a bad one yet. No. Uh, next one, we've got, uh, sound, uh, like, sound design, sound mixing, all that, sound effects. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick.
1: Holy shit! Ooh, that's a Man. stiff one.
0: Yeah. For that's this. what she said. <laughs> uh, for, for sound, um... Him. Yeah. You know what? For sound. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, uh, I- I'm I'm vacillating between Avatar and Top Gun.
1: I was going, and I was thinking those two.
0: Um, I'm gonna go with Avatar for for sound. All
1: right, and I'll go for Top Gun.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because to create a whole world in CG and then create the sound effects, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, I'm thinking Sound goes to Avatar. Uh, next one is uh, Best Production Design, looking at all the sets, the settings, and all that. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and the Fablemans. I'm going to go Babylon. Mm, yeah, that's a good choice. Good choice. Um, man, production design. I'm gonna go for a dark one. I'm gonna go for Elvis as mm. as as a as a dark horse pick. I have a feeling that that might that might walk away with it. I
1: just felt like Avatar would be just too easy.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it does
1: win it, I won't be mad at all. Mm. But too easy.
0: Yeah, Yeah for sure. Yeah, so we got three more categories here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got best visual effects. Um, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, <laughs> <laughs> The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick.
1: I wrapped the Red Band, but the damn it, Avatar's getting this one.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I think hmm, I'm going to have to go with Avatar as well. Although I can see Top Gun Maverick walking away because just because of all the practical effects they had in the in the fighter jets. So, but Avatar looks so damn good. I have to go with Avatar. You gotta. Yeah. I, I gotta. Like, I won't be mad if uh, Top Gun wins. But man, Avatar though. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: you you just said it. Yeah. We do not even need to explain. No. Just. No, you don't. We... It's, it's Avatar.
0: Yeah, proofs in the pudding. Yep. Yeah, and uh, let's see. So for our penultimate category here, we've got best costume design, Babylon, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris.
1: Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with Black Panther too. I mean, Ruth Ruth Carter is a yep. genius. And she won the Oscar, rightfully so, for Black Panther in 2018 for her costuming. And man, just 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 a look of not only Shuri's costume but the Talokan yeah culture and, and and Namor like that alone is just like absolutely incredible work. Um, and lastly, um, best makeup and hairstyling, aka the 2016 Suicide Squad Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. 2016 was such a whack year for me for that category. Um, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front. Win the win. <laughs> right, John? Hey, you know what? John John Hopkins has been hanging on that Oscar for years. He has. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yep, so we got for Best Makeup and hairstyling All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and the whale
1: i'm going to go with batman cuz of Colin Farrell
0: yeah that was he was really good look really great looking penguin um i'm going to have to go with the whale cuz for brendan fraser to to see him in in that that obese uh fat suit like it was just like oh my god did he gain that much weight i was like no that was a really good effects work yeah okay so we got so we got some categories here Uh, let me let me rattle them off because once again we didn't we're not checking out the short film categories because again those films are not in wide release uh, and we haven't seen them so let me see the categories we've gone through 3 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 categories okay that's fair you can do that so 20 categories, uh, we have our picks. So once again, um, if I win this bet, Carl Bird has to watch The Tree of Life, which is on the Criterion uh, Collection, one of my favorite films. And it's not a horror film, I'll tell you that, um, but it's an interesting film. I, if, you, if you do have a chance to watch it, I'd love to hear what you think of it. And if Carl wins, I will have to finally watch The Psychic on Tubi. And possibly review it on the podcast.
1: Oh, you definitely, yeah. Wait, uh, let me find out how I can watch uh, Tree of Life.
0: Yeah. Um, now the second is that the frying pan one. No. Oh <laughs> dang it! You can go ahead and watch it. <laughs> no, the
1: frying pan one is a TV show.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh
1: shit! I don't have to pay for it. Tree of Life is on, uh, yeah, Prime Video.
0: Okay. Uh, But, yeah, if you if you need to borrow the criterion when it's time, let me know. Oh, you have it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the uh, picks uh, for the 95th Oscars. Um, The Oscars are will be uh, broadcast Sunday, March 12th, 2023. And yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a rather interesting, uh, rather interesting year. Lots of excellent selections um a few a few a few unfortunate snubs unfortunately but you know that's how it goes um,
1: these bets really do make like awards see award shows like
0: so more so much interesting they do they do um i will laugh though if triangle of sadness does win like best picture or, or even director just and, and it's also coming out to so the criterion collection in april are so. you ready Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Just to, it's, it's like I said, the movie's like, it's schadenfreude, you know, watching rich elites be super miserable and suffering.
1: Oh, was oh, yeah. that. Oh, was that one. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's a tie. We just both watch each other's movies. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If it's a tie, we'll, we'll watch each other's, each other's picks. We'll review them on the show. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be a fun time.
1: In all fairness too, like mine's is only an hour.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, like Tree of Life is, is two and a half. Yeah, yeah, two about about two and a half hours, yeah. So... Shit, I had a
1: bonus movie
0: for...
1: <laughs> bonus 2 movie for that one. Oh, God. <laughs> just to even out the score. Just to even out the time.
0: <laughs> like, like, speaking of 2B movies, like, I still can't get over that one clip I, I ran into where dude is humping the woman's thigh... And it looks like they're, it's like, what is he do? What is he humping at? Like, oh, yeah. Oh,
1: God, it did. I I saw a TikTok. He was like, yo, I just got signed on to a movie. It's going to be on Tubi. We're going to start shooting tomorrow in my
0: backyard. Oh, man. But, yeah, uh, those are our Oscar picks. Let us know uh, what you think, uh, what you you see uh, winning uh, this year. Uh, let us know in the comments or in an email. Speaking of email, um, have you checked the Codex Prime? Uh, Not email? in a while.
1: Yeah. I can actually hold on.
0: I haven't either. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like a bunch of like spam. I, I got a cl- Odds are, out. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's been a while. So yeah, feel free to send us an email. Podcast at com. We'll read your email on the air. It's been a while since we had one of those. Um, uh, once again, uh, thank you all for watching our show. Uh, I know uh, this Saturday, this Saturday is the Royal Rumble, so we'll probably touch on the, touch on that a bit for next week's show. Um, our thoughts on thought our thoughts on that uh, that that show, which is one of the best uh, WWE shows of the year, usually, except last year. Last year was just kind of Um but, uh, but, yeah, uh, in the meantime, Carl, uh, tell the good people where they can find our show.
1: Well, you can uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, thank you for watching on Facebook Live. And then you can also uh, find us on social media at Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram and in Codex Prime Cast on Twitter. And then you can also find us on all pod- podcasting platforms, which includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere anywhere all at once uh, yeah. you can find
0: us <laughs> so. yeah well said well said and yeah man um yeah we're we're here uh, every tuesday around 8 p.m ish eastern so on facebook live so come in come in uh, drop a comment in the chat and uh, let us know uh, what you think about stuff so yeah that about wraps it up for this week's episode we're gonna we're gonna um, get on out of here so tune in next week uh, same codex time same codex channel Uh, As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.